When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pivot with Purpose podcast, a podcast all about helping you identify and navigate your next move in life or career with confidence. I'm your host, Megan Houle, a one-stop shop for all things recruiting, professional development, and career pivots. And through my insights and our guest conversations, these episodes will help you to shift your mindset, change your direction, and change your life. Let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Pivot with Purpose. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have my girl, Marina Middleton, on the podcast. And Marina is the founder of Empower Confidence, which is a personal branding media company. And Marina, working with her, she will provide you the tools and resources to really empower you to leverage your story and authenticity to build stronger brand business, community, whatever your goal is around personal branding. She is your girl. She also hosts the She Did Anyway podcast, which is a safe space dedicated to supporting women in unapologetically building the life and business of her dreams. Marina is also the co-founder of Blueprint Mastermind alongside Allie Webb and Jacqueline Johnson. And I've been working with Marina not only in my own personal brand, but I'm happy to say I am a part of the Blueprint Mastermind, which has been probably one of the best investments I've ever made in myself, in my business, and being around all these other women entrepreneurs that are doing huge things with their business and scaling and just having this beautiful community. So shout out to all my Blueprint Mastermind ladies. If you are tuning in, thank you so much. And out of this podcast, you're going to get so many nuggets of how to career pivot. Marina used to work for big Fortune 500 global brands, and now she's an entrepreneur. So if you're interested in scaling your business or starting a business, don't know where to start, what resources are out there. Marina is your girl. So I cannot wait for you to listen and dive in and get all the nuggets. And thanks so much for being here with us. Welcome to the Pivot with Purpose podcast. How are you, my beautiful friend? I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honestly amazing. And I looked at my calendar. I was like, oh my God, we're recording today. I'm so excited. Yes, I know. I, I've, I've definitely gotten some incredible Marina time this year. As I know, it's uh, almost two months ago too. We did the Pivot with Purpose live. I don't even feel like I fully processed like that situation. And on to the next, the busy girl syndrome. Like what's wrong with us? But it's yes. fine. But you We're crushed here. it. Like you crushed it. The whole event was amazing. And also I just feel like you have so much fun on this podcast and the episodes are just, it's like, two people just sitting in the room, hanging out. And I, I love that. Those are my favorite types yeah. of podcasts. So I'm sure your listeners also yeah. um, agree. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the live event. And now you're here and we're doing all the things. So I cannot wait to dive in. But the heart of this podcast is truly all about pivots, which I know you've had some really incredible ones and are uh, you're someone who I look up to right now, you know, and all that you're managing in your business and also how you're helping me, which we'll get into. But let's dive into early career Marina, as I know what you're doing now is 
there's skills and transferable things in there that, that you are doing today, but definitely not the same. So how did you get started in your career? What were you doing? You know, walk us on that journey. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the name of this podcast because I used to call myself the professional yeah. pivoter. I, you know, early, early Marina was going to school for criminal justice because I wanted to translate Arabic for the oh FBI. And I did my internship at the maximum uh, prison in C Cranston, Rhode Island. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like, this is not me. And if anybody's watching this like via video, like I have pink backgrounds and I'm like just this like bubbly person. And um, that just, it didn't work out for me. And so I, right after the internship, I pivoted to marketing. And so I went to school for marketing communication. I minored in fashion and I really wanted to work for a big agency. Um, originally what I thought. So then I did my internship at an agency that was smaller and I was like, oh my God, this is also not for me. And I felt, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the times when we pivot, we're, we feel a lot of shame that comes from it. And that's how I felt. I felt like, why can't I figure out what I want to do? Like, this is just not working out. And so I ended up going into sales with my marketing degree outside of, um, right after college, I moved to New York. And I worked in wholesale for a company called Skip Hop. It now is purchased by Carter's, but it is a children's uh, product company. And so I did that and I ended up realizing that um, I wasn't using my marketing degree and that also made me really, really sad. And so I ended up having my son. I uh, moved back from New York to Boston and I took a year off and that made me really gave me the chance to pivot with purpose, like truly, um, gave me the chance to sit there and think about, okay, well, why do I want to, you know, find a new job and what are the qualifications that I want the job to have, not just what I have, you know? And so I ended up applying at Yahoo and I landed the job at Yahoo, which was, you know, at the time my dream to work for Yahoo or Google. And, um, I spent the majority of my my career there doing uh, working at Yahoo, Yahoo News, and Tumblr, building Fortune 500 brands, working with um, you know some of the largest names, building their digital campaigns, and that is really where my love for marketing, messaging, branding really came to life. Um, and yeah, and then I went out on my own in 2020. I got laid off December of 2019, literally right right before Christmas. And I took that time to, again, pivot. I decided to go out on my own. This was the, if not now, kind of then when situation. And, and here you here are. I am now. So what, what drew you to the marketing world? Like, what do you love about marketing? What do you love about branding? Yeah. Like, why this space or... Yeah. Yeah. I am such a people's mm -hmm. person. Like I love connecting with humans. It's just who I am to my core and marketing to me, what I fell in love with, especially when I was studying it in college was making someone feel or do something through words or mm -hmm. images. And I remember even at Yahoo, like one of the biggest things I tell my clients all the time, whenever we were building out campaigns and the clients were sending us, um, the deliverables, they would send us like a picture with just photos. I mean, uh, with text and there was no photos and we would send it back and be like, Hey, we need a family here. We need a person. We need a human. We need eye contact. Like we don't realize how much our decisions are made through the connection of, of humans. And so, um, that was like 
my big aha moment of, oh, I'm in the right space because I'm loving what I do. And so that's really why why I love marketing so much. It's really making someone feel or do something through words or yeah. imagery. And I feel you've had so much success, like pivoting by identifying some of those skills that you really love. And then also the things that you don't want to be doing. And I think there are so many listeners that come in there, definitely career professionals. Absolutely. So many of us, especially from since 2020 and even before then, I've been struggling with like, what is our purpose? What's next? I hate my job. My job sucks. Now what? <laughs> um, you know, what What are you? What have you learned about yourself in this process of pivoting, of like finding those things that you really love and then being able to say, okay, this is not for me. This is not what I want to be doing. Um, you know, how do you kind of get to those skills and then be able to like market yourself in a way where you're like, I can do this and this, but I want to be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say that just because you can do something doesn't mean you should be doing it. And so for me, I think the biggest thing was figuring out what it is that I I was good at, that I knew I was good at. And the reason why I emphasize like those words is because I grew up where every report card I got said that I was too loud, um, too bold. I spoke too much. And I identified that as a weakness. And so in corporate, you know, it's funny looking at people saying like all of the success that I've had, but like I got laid off twice. I was working for two of the three publishing companies or platforms, Yahoo and uh, Yahoo News and Tumblr were struggling. And one of the, two of the hardest platforms to sell, like I wasn't handed these like easy, you know, uh, pathway to success. And that really defeated me. And I feel like for all of us, when we are experiencing that we're not happy at our job, we're getting, you know, report cards or people are telling us we're too loud and criticisms, we don't actually take the time to identify what are we actually good at? You know, like it's harder for us. Yeah. So for me, I just needed that quiet space to say like, Hey, I really love people. I really love being on stage. And I love to be like, in the spotlight, like I want to host events, I want to do this. And I was writing these things down and I'm like, okay. And I worked backwards. I really wrote down all the things that I really love to do that I knew of at that time. And I'll tell you why I, I say that, but I wrote everything that I love to do and I worked backwards in, okay, well, I'm going to take these skills and I'm going to host an event. That was like my first thing. Then COVID happened and I had to refund everybody back. So again, got kind of knocked down. And then I'm like, okay, I'm really good at marketing and branding and helping people with their, telling their story. And so I'm going to build a digital course. And I did that and it was amazing, successful. After COVID, I was like, okay, I'm ready to then now be in person. The reason why I say, um, you know, figure out what it is that you're good at now is because I have developed so many more skills throughout my four years of being an entrepreneur that I didn't have before. So now that I have that proof of, hey, hey, I actually really love systems and automations. Oh, I didn't realize how much of a type A person I am. I can help people with more yeah. stuff. And so really try to build for where you are now and evolve as you go. And it's not just like a pivoting thing in a negative way. You're evolving, right. you yeah. know? And I think that what there's so much fear in pivoting, fear of the uncertainty, the unknown, being new at something like, God forbid, we're not the experts right away. But I, but I feel like embracing that in that you're, you're going to have some challenges, you're going to learn some new things, 
But in the learning and the challenges, oh my God, there's so much beauty that comes out of saying like, I don't know this, but I'm going to figure it out. And it's going to continue to build on my skill set then to like get to that ultimate goal. But I think, do you agree? I mean, and I know you work with like a lot of women. Is there a constant theme maybe for people that come to you like, Marina, I hate my job. Uh, You know, that something is sitting with them that you need to like get over before you can like make that pivot. Yeah. Yeah. So before I answer that, I actually wanted to call out the fact that I actually believe there is nothing worse. Like doing something new is scary, but there is nothing worse than being in a position that is not allowing you to grow. Like feeling stagnant is so crippling to me and to so many people. And I think that we forget that new is amazing, but because we're comfortable, we're nervous of what that looks like. But really like there was points in my career that I would show up to work every day and I would be like, I didn't use my brain once today. Like literally I'm not growing. This is so scary. And so that that's kind of like my call out for anybody that's listening is if you feel that, you know, like if you feel like I'm not learning, I'm feeling stagnant, I'm not motivated. Like take some time to reflect on that and see what you want to do. And so when people do come to me to answer your question, the first thing they're like, I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to begin. I don't know like how to start. I know I'm not happy here, but now what? And I always push it back to them of like, you know the answer. You might not have the plan, but you know the answer. So why don't we work backwards? I love brain dumps. I journal all the time. So let's start writing, you know, what I love to do is your brain dump your story. Like, where were you when you were five? Like really like do things that aren't relevant to what the goal is, what we're trying to decide. Because what you're going to notice is when you're reflecting on your story of who you are and what you've been through, you're going to write it all down. And then you're going to literally make like this, this timeline of childhood to now, you're going to see a lot of things that you really miss from, from your high school and college and like different jobs you had. And that really will allow you to paint a a picture and build out a strategy that you're so proud of, that you love, that integrates all of the things that you've experienced. And for me, like when I started building my company, that's what I did. Like I remember going through my story and I'm like, okay, I was a single mom at 23. I came here really young with my parents and we were in and out of family homes. And without doing that reflection, I wouldn't have noticed that, wow, a lot of the decision that I made stemmed from lack of confidence. Like a lot of the biggest problems and hurdles that I had to overcome was because I wasn't confident enough. And that is where the name empowered confidence came to life. That is where I knew I wanted to work with women. Like I wouldn't have known that if I didn't work backwards and really paint out my picture and reflect on who I was and what I've I experienced. Love that. Oh gosh. And for anyone listening, this is such a powerful exercise. And I know I did this when I was investing in a coach very, very early on in the in the height of the pandemic, where sometimes you have to like rewrite your story. Or I'll do like a 10-year journey mapping with people. It is we'll sit down and I'll be like, what are you really proud of? And they're like, I really haven't done a lot in my life. I'm like, girl. Yes, you have. Um, and let's like go back and be so proud of how far we've come through the challenges, through the highs, through the lows. And I think also too, like then rewriting that story, because I think initially stories can come out and you're like, 
it feels so negative <laughs> and you're just like, oh my gosh, um, I don't know. Some people to me are like, Megan, I need to rewrite it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm like, no, keep it because I want you to read this. And then how can we reframe this as like what you yes. went through actually was for you, not, it didn't happen to you, you know, in this negative way, it happened for you and it made you into the person that you are today. And I know you and I, excuse me, oh my gosh, um, have had like not easy beginnings for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely feel like, I don't know, do you, do you feel what you went through early on allows you to kind of show up how you are today, you know, in service. Yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. I just posted literally right before I got on this call, a picture of Sebastian and I from 2016. Sebast- Sebastian is my son who's turning eight next week. And I posted how I started my motherhood journey as a single yeah. mom. And because of that, I have the work ethics that I have. Because of that, it allowed me to really be like, oh, I can do anything. It also, because of that, allows me to love and show up the way that I do. And so I I love that you said reframing because that's all it is, like being able to really think of the stories that we're telling ourselves that we've developed or someone else has developed for us and reframing it um, and using that, like using that as yeah. fuel. And I know um, you talk a lot about this, especially with your personal branding clients of that story and and sharing, you know, the vulnerability of what you've been through, the highs and lows, because <laughs> and I don't know if you get this. I mean, on social, uh, which I know you and I love and, and we just love to serve our communities, we show up and we show the awesome days where you look pretty or whatever, but we also show the days where we're like trash laying on the floor or like whatever. And I think a lot of people are like, those girls got it all together. And like, spoiler alert, we don't. <laughs> it's not, not perfect. Totally. Um, so what are what do you do to like keep yourself motivated on maybe some of those days where you're, you, you give a lot, you give a lot of energy, Marina. Mm-hmm. I give you so much credit. You're coaching, you're involved in masterminds, you do all the things. Like how do you protect yourself and your energy and your boundaries? Yeah. yeah. I totally feel beat down all the time, like all the time. Yeah. Like I I really do. And I think that I like to remind people of that, of like, I am not, I I am not at my, you know, highest energy all the time. And so I know that. Um, and so I work around that energy. I am a morning person. No, you are. Just, you know, like 5 a.m. and I am the hap. Not only am I up, but I am happy and I have energy. And I know that not everybody is like that. And so I'll, I'll kind of give give kind of like a whatever. Uh, we'll go through it. But like I realize that I'm a morning person, and so I move forward with my morning routine. I wake up early. I go work out, or even if I'm sitting there quietly, I have to wake up before everybody does. And then I'm like go 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 during the day. I get Sebastian off the bus whether he has a play day upstairs or I'm hanging out with him or I'm taking calls, I'm working. And then I wrap up for the night and then I put him to sleep and I go to sleep Mm -hmm. early. The reason why I say I realize my energy and I like play around with that energy is because we try to force ourselves to do the things when it's not our like peak energy. And I truly believe if you are in a privileged position where you can pick what you do um, and when to allocate your most important tasks during the time that you have high energy. And for me, I needed to real I realized that very quickly of I was trying to do coaching calls at like 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. And I was like, 
I just, I wasn't giving my clients what they yeah. deserved. And I'm like, why am I doing yeah. this? So now, yeah, it might be harder for some of my clients to do 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock, but guess what? When you get on that call, you're getting what you paid for, you know? And so to me, you know, the biggest tips is figuring out what what your energy is and what you, what works for you. 5 a.m.s might not work for everybody. 6 a.m.s might not work for everybody, you know? Figuring out what works for you and and playing around with mm-hmm. that. And then also just giving yourself some grace. Like success does not come without failure um, and you will not feel motivated all the time. So the biggest thing for me is when I don't feel motivated, I just keep moving forward because the motivation yeah. will come. It's like working out. There are billion time, a billion times where I would pull up to the gym and I'm like, do I just drive away? Like, I really don't want to do this. And I would go in. I just, I mope around throughout my workout. I get it done. And then I'm like, you oh, feel great. so good. That was time, time for Starbucks. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> just literally just do it anyway. Yeah. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. I love this. Well, on your journey to entrepreneurship, was there a pivotal year where you're like, okay, it's time, time to get out under somebody else's umbrella and do my own thing? Because I know, as you referenced before, and I just, I know your story very well, obviously, but yeah, I mean, going out, starting things in the pandemic, getting shut down, picking yourself back up, like what, or maybe a couple, what have been some pivotal years or moments that have led you to like where you are today? Yes. Yeah. So I was not prepared for entrepreneurship. Like girl, it knocked me on my butt and I'll, and it wasn't because of the start of entrepreneurship. So for me, again, so privileged. I got laid off. I had my severance, my stocks, like everything. I felt really good. I was like, I had it. I have a year Mm -hmm. runway. Like I feel really, really good. And I always had this mindset of, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go back and work at a publishing company. Like who cares? Or, or any job, like I can go bartend, I can go work in retail, like I'm good, you know? And so I had the most successful year in 2020. And it was because I created a digital program. And at the time, that was the only thing that you can do. So I was like, entrepreneurship is easy. Like I can do this, like whatever, like I'm, I'm prepared for, I was made for this 2020, like most money I've ever made, um, at that point in my life. And then 2021 came and it was truly the hardest year of my entrepreneurial journey and like of my life looking back at it, even outside of being a single mom, only because I took all of the money pretty much that I made in 2020 and I invested it in building this like membership program, a membership platform and on websites and the things that everybody was telling me I needed. And it went so horribly wrong in the sense of I never made my money back, like didn't even break even. And it took me out. Like it really hurt my ego and it was hard for me to pick back up. And they say the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that can get up the fastest. Like you get hit, you get up, you get hit, you get up. That was not me. It took me a truly like half of 2022 to like recover from that and be like, girl, like it's either you do this or you don't. And there was a time in 2022 that I was like, do I need a full-time job? Like I'm not making money. Like what am I going to do? And I realized it's because I was like, it was my ego. Like my ego was telling myself stories of like, I've failed. I can't make this money back ever again. I made the wrong decisions. Like who am I? All this stuff. 
I reframe all of that. I restructure who I, and so also when you're operating from a scarcity mindset and you're like, oh my God, I'm, is enough money coming in? You're taking on clients that you don't want to work on with. You're taking on projects that you don't want to work on and it's, it is beating you up. And so I actually had to stop taking on clients. So there was a period where I stopped launching and I really re- reassessed who I want to work with. Wh- yeah. Who I want to work with. What do I want to do? What's my messaging? What's my purpose? And truly took a pause and rebranded everything. And it was the best decision ever. And so I kind of hit the ground running the second half of 2022. Um, Great success. I got really clear on like, I want to help more women, founders, entrepreneurs, all the things tell their story and then monetize, you know, their expertise and their skills and then help them market it. The clearer I got on that, I was like, oh, why am I doing all of these other things? Um, and then obviously 2023 has been, I mean, unbelievable. It's like, it, it's blown my mind how wild and successful and happy and healthy yeah. I am this year. And it's like, oh, I can do that. But 2021 was yeah. the hardest. Truly. Well, and I feel that to my core in terms of like spending a ton of money on shit that you don't need. So like anyone listening, if someone tells you you need like a $30,000 website and all these things, like what are some of the, tell us like from a, a budget checkpoint, like what is important to maybe invest in? And what are you like, if someone's telling you spend this money, they're crazy. And I'll tell you, I was um, bombarded at one point through like LinkedIn and all these like spam bots and these people are like coach with me. I tell the story of how I had a guy who wouldn't let me off like a consult coaching call that like interviewed Matthew McConaughey and thought he was like awesome. I'm like you have like one person on your podcast, um, but tried to like tried to force me to pay him a thousand dollars like on a on call, call marina like give me your phone and mind you he's like in the par- his parents basement with this like nasty ass like gross couch behind like no shirt i feel like he had like no shirt on if i remember it and he's like showing me all these like notes like this is how i coach like holding up like a a memo pad and i'm like brad nah um and then, and then he's like i need a thousand dollars i'm like cool. I need like a million dollars. So let's trade a Bitcoin or whatever. But like we get bamboozled Marina. Like I'm so angry and you know, my husband, Michael, I feel like we have husbands that are very similar and he's like, I love you. I trust you. But also like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So what are some of those things? Like, please, like just chill, take a minute. We don't need to invest in this. Like what lessons did you learn in terms of like investing in like product people? Like, spending a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize that it also matters are the, what matters are the stages mm-hmm. of your business. So early yeah. on to like halfway through your career, not halfway through, but like a few years in, you don't need a custom built website. You don't buy a template, like build it yourself, figure it out. You don't need it. And I spent 30 to $35,000 on that on a WordPress website that I didn't know how to use. And I shut it down immediately. And it was, I mean, it was so bad. I then w- had this like big image for the membership platform working. And so I did this whole campaign around it. I spent like 20 to 30,000 on uh, video recordings and like interviews and making it this like extreme thing without no, with truly with no proof of concept. I had no idea if this was going to work. I had no data to back it up. So I said, you know, early on, I'm going to take on, I'm going to bring in a thousand people. And like, where am I getting these thousand people from? Like, it just didn't make sense, Mm -hmm. the numbers. And I was just, 
every decision I made had no data to back mm-hmm. it up. And it's funny knowing who I am. And it's like, why was I operating like that? Like, that's not even me. Like, I need data to go out on a date with someone when mm-hmm. I was single. You know what I mean? Like, I need like right. proof that, that, you know, you're a real person, you're a good person, like all the things. Like, why was I making these decisions in my business? And so th- those things, I feel like uh, large marketing budgets, uh, paid ads, websites, all of that stuff early on doesn't work. Um, and it's a waste yeah. of money, like truly a waste of money. And the things that do work for me that really helped me is getting in the room. I invested in a, a coach early on to help me build out my course. I joined masterminds. I um, attended conferences. I would travel. So like, you know, with Create and Cultivate. So if people don't know what Create and Cultivate is, it is one of the largest online offline platform for for women. And so I went to Create and Cultivate in New York. So I'm in Boston, flew to New York, paid for my ticket, attended that. Then I was like, okay, I really love this community so much. I've never been in a community that had so many supporting women in it, both career like driven women and entrepreneurs. Um, so then I flew to Austin and then I flew to LA. I bought all my tickets. Did that like that was worth my investment. And now I'm obviously, you know, a business partner with Jacqueline Johnson, who is the founder of of Create yeah. and Cultivate. And I that is what allowed me to have the success that I was, that I have is being in these rooms and investing. And sometimes we're like, oh, well, does it have to be like a coach? Does it, it's, it's just being in the room of the network of people that you want, whether it's like you're learning from them or you're talking to them, whatever it is. That's so powerful. And I, as you know, very, very much a networker, 1000% agree. And I think that, there's a lot of fear too about people getting in those rooms and that is yes. where the imposter syndrome comes up. Like, I don't belong here. I'm not good enough. And yes, there are so many wonderful things that we'll tell ourselves to like not show up for ourselves. But for someone maybe thinking about like investing in a coach or going to um, an event, I mean, as you just said, there's so much value but how do you know when it's right for you? You know, like, I guess how, how should mm. people navigate like, oh, what, what should I invest in or where should I belong? Like any thoughts or tips or ideas? Cause I get this question all the time. Like Megan, who should I, what should I do? I'm like, I don't know. There's so many, yeah. but yeah. Totally. And it's going to depend on what your yeah. goal is. So really think about what is your goal and who do you need mm-hmm. to meet? What do you need to hear? Like what room do you need to be in to get you closer to that, to accomplishing that goal? And that's kind of, for me, how I assessed everything. Like my first investment was a, a coach that helped with courses because my goal was to, ve- to develop a course. And so I asked around my network and I always go with referrals. Like I've actually never attended an event or invested in something that I wasn't referred mm-hmm. into. Um, and you know, my friend, Oh, Eliza from yeah. Picket by Eliza or Shirazi from Boston. She recommended I work with, with this coach and I hired her and it was amazing. Done. Then my next investment was create and cultivate. And you know, you talked about fear and, and being so scared when I walked into create and cultivate. And I say this story all the time, Jacqueline Johnson walked right in front to me and I made eye contact with her and I'm like, Nope, I'm not talking (laughs) to this girl. And I literally like just beelined it away from her because I'm like, I am, I am not good enough. I'm not valuable. I have nothing Mm -hmm. to say. Oh my God, this is so scary. And I didn't end up speaking to her. I ended up sending her a DM after just being like amazing event. Like didn't know, you know what to say to you, but my husband told me, and this is something that I do to this day is 
because I do get really nervous walking into the rooms, even though I'm an extrovert is thinking, okay, what is your goal? Like, obviously just what I said, but he would always make me pick a number of people that I'm going to connect Mm -hmm. with and like take their information. And so create and cultivate was five. And he was like, even if you want to leave after those five leave, like you don't have to stay there the whole time. Like it's just really figuring out what is that number and hit the ground running. And so, um, five was my, my number. That was like my sweet spot. I was like, go find five people. And, um, Ali Webb actually taught me something the other day was when you're nervous networking, you should ask someone else about themselves. We're always nervous because we're like, oh my God, what am I going to say? How, like, how am I going to introduce myself? Don't think about yourself when you're in the room, literally look next door, like to the next person next to you or in front of you and just be like, so what do you do? Like, where are you from? And make it all about them because it's going to help you show up so yeah, much more. And I say we, we build some really incredible connections when we, we don't just make it also all about us and we get curious yes. about other people because in this world of networking, and I always say this, it has to be a two-way street. And I'm sure you get like 10 kajillion DMs a day. Marina, coffee, can we pick your brain? Can we do all this? And it's like, ah, um, you know, so it, it definitely is something where, yes, I know you're so generous with your time, but also what is your goal, right? Um, and I, I know yeah. we've um, experienced like many people that just kind of show up and they're super frantic and your message just doesn't come across and it doesn't land well. So get strategic, but I love picking a number, you know, and just start small. It's like, maybe I want to get to know five yeah. people. Well, We'll get into this, but at the blueprint, I made 43 new friends in, you know, two days. So loves it. But um, so tell us in terms of your programs, because I was drawn to you. I think it must have been in those like 2021, 2022 years, seeing you on social. And I just love anyone that's in Boston. And I'm like, who, who is this incredible woman? I need to know her. And then you did an event in March of this year where I was like, yep, sold. <laughs> Get me on that. And we started chatting. I think it was in Hawaii. And we like connected over like booty by Bray bands. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Kelly, y'all's girl. Um, but Tell us all about your programs, right? Because now in this journey of entrepreneurship, like you said, like I'm just so proud of you and all you've built. Like in the small time I've been in your space, like you have changed my life. So um, yeah, tell us a little bit about what your offerings are and just how people can work one-on-one with you with what you are currently leading in your own business. Yeah. 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 So it has evolved so much over the years and it's been such a a beautiful, beautiful evolution. The, the one thing that I've really been focusing on the most and, and where I'm giving a lot of my one-on-one times and my consulting times is the blueprint Mm -hmm. mastermind. And, uh, that to me is, it really allows me to be able to pour back into, you know, 50 other entrepreneurs and helping them with their messaging, with their personal brand, with, you know, uh, their strategy to go to market, like all the things while still doing like the events and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So that's one of the, the the biggest projects that I obviously have going on, which I know obviously mm-hmm. you're part of it. Um, that has been taking most of my time. Outside of that, I've, I am doing VIP days. And so, I realized, you know, I've, I have my course brand business accelerator, which is for aspiring entrepreneurs and, um, 
early stage entrepreneurs, helping them, you know, really build their brand or rebrand and then personal brand power, which is the personal branding program. Um, and I've kind of combined the strategies and the skills for all of those and put it into a VIP day. So if someone doesn't want to take a course and they want to spend the day yeah. with me, um, we do these VIP days. So those are four offerings. We have the blueprint, which is the mastermind, the business course, the personal branding program, which is a course and the one-on-ones. Um, and then the VIP yeah. days. So let's dive into Blueprint because for me, you know, yeah. I went through coaching multiple coaches on my journey to building a couple of my businesses here on top of what I do with recruiting and, you know, all the things. But um, how did this mastermind like come together? Like what, who did you start talking to? Because I know now you're in business, as you said, with Jacqueline. So you must have striped up a conversation eventually with her, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah. So with uh, the Blueprint, so before I created the Blueprint Mastermind, Empowered Confidence, which is mm-hmm. my company, already hosted masterminds and retreats. Like it was something that we were doing. I obviously had the confidence summit. So events is something that I love, love, love. I, 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 you know, think it's really important to, um, see people in person. And so I was doing that and I just had this feeling of like, I just want it to be Mm. bigger. I just want it to be bigger. I want to make more of an impact. And I was joining masterminds myself that were amazing and I made really good friends, but there was just always something missing. Like I felt like I wasn't getting what I was paying for. And, um, and so I was driving, I mean, it's honestly so silly when I say it out loud because it's, it's so crazy how it happened, Megan. I was driving and I always get my best crazy like wild thoughts either in the shower or when I'm driving, you know, like I, it just happens. And so it was driving and I literally had this random idea that said, what if Jacqueline Johnson and I may do a mastermind together? Why? No idea. So I live in the sweet spot between your idea and fear. I have an idea and I have about 30 seconds before fear comes in play. If I don't take action in between that, I swear to God, it doesn't happen. Like it doesn't. Like I'll talk myself out of it. And I think most people are like that. And so in that 30 seconds, I, again, driving, so should not have done this, but I open my Instagram and I I do a talk to text and I literally say out loud, and I have to post a story about this because it's so wild. And I say, hey, I have a crazy idea. And before I talk myself out of it, I'm just going to ask you, have you ever been interested in creating a mastermind? She responds back immediately and she's like, yeah, why? What's up? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? And I lost it. And so I didn't respond for a little bit because I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, what do I say? And then I ended up sending her some voice memos of like, hey, I've had, I've done these masterminds. I've had amazing success. My mastermind members continue to sign up. But the one thing I'm missing is a larger network Mm. and access to amazing speakers and amazing sponsors. And you have that. And so what if we combine what you have and what I have, knowing the curriculum and the structure that I can build and build this? She's like, yeah, hell yeah. Let's jump on a call. Um, Email me. I email her. And then she says, hey, I had coffee with Allie Webb, who's the founder of Dry Bar, and said, and she was like, and Allie's really interested to do this as well. And I was like, yes. 
what is happening? Megan, this was March or April of 2023. It is now November of 2023. We wrapped up our first cohort. We're launching a second cohort. We have done photo shoots together, podcasts Mm -hmm. together. I mean, we are inseparable truly. And it's it's just crazy what happens when you act in between the sweet spot of idea right. and fear. Oh, truly. yeah. Because I feel like you you do. Like you said, you hear that so many times. People have so many ideas or maybe you're around friends that just talk, 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 talk about it. And what does the saying go? So maybe I heard this on the podcast or I know just someone lives by this. Like, don't tell me twice what you're doing. <laughs> Just do yeah. it. I think Just it's getting it. our, our skinning confidential. But um, so what, who is Blueprint for? Mm. So Blueprint is truly for the already established entrepreneur that maybe has a team, has been on an entrepreneur for a, you know, a handful of years, they're generating revenue. Like they're not confused on the idea that they're mm-hmm. building, even if they're launching a new business. Yeah. Like you, you know how to be an entrepreneur, but you're now in the spot of like, hey, feeling a little stagnant, my team is not motivated, or hey, I, I need to figure out how to hire. I want to exit my business and I actually have no idea how to do that. I'm not sure if I need to raise money or how that works. I feel really like alone and I want to be in a a group, a community of other amazing women entrepreneurs that are going to help me take my business to the next level. So that's kind of like who you are, but you have to be someone that wants to be coached and is coachable because that's a really, really important uh, qualification. You want to be in a community. You want to get one-on-one coaching from amazing entrepreneurs. Like you get one-on-ones with Allie, Jacqueline, myself, you get guest speakers, you're in person. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but you just have to be someone that really, really wants to take your business to the next level because we will, as you know, like we're all in on our members goals. Like we memorize Mm -hmm. their goals because it's so important to us that they see that return on their investment when they join it. That's, that's why you make investments. Like, and, and it doesn't have to be like monetary either. Like I'm just making sure that have I met the people? Am I in the room, in the right room? Like, do I get the strategy? Sure. Am I making my money back? Like all of those things play, play, um, no, it's so important because I've seen, you know, throughout our space and I know you probably have too, like these huge, huge, huge programs. Some people like go and they're like, oh my God, like what, what did I sign up for? (laughs) And not feeling like they're getting anything back. So I know how high value this is. And then also all of you bring something so different to the table. You know, Allie sold her businesses, this crazy story. You know, Jacqueline is all about like money, funding, (laughs) capital, like um, queen, queen of a lot of things. And then you are like all branding, like all strategy, like marketing. So it's just, it's like combining these forces. And I love that there's the three of you because I think it's so powerful, like when you can combine forces and see each other, you know, not a competition because I know as women, we struggle with that of like, oh, someone's doing something like mine or similar, like they're my competition. It's like, but what if you like combine forces? (laughs) What if we stop hating on people and help people and like see how we can help each other expand in all the ways? So I just, this mastermind is so incredible and it's my first one. So I've never invested like actually in a mastermind and the minute you posted it and it didn't hurt that it was also in Napa um, for the first cohort, I'm like, yep, (laughs) take all my money. Um, but in terms of, you know, the, the women and the women that are a part of this, I mean, another thing I will say is 
I, I love when we were all going around the room and saying like, what are we excited about being here? And I think my biggest thing growing up, and I know I talk about this a lot, is never having people, especially women, that wanted me to succeed, mm -hmm. that I felt like were cheering for me. Uh, I grew up in luxury fashion, so everybody was at each other's throats thinking that I could do everybody's job. And um, it really was just uh, something that I just never believed in and, and also felt like very lonely because I think that that's mm. a part of that entrepreneurship is kind of lonely at the top. So to have this community where people are like genuinely clapping for each other and uh, you know, it's it's no mean girl situation. You know, I was kind of laughing. It feels like almost like The Bachelor where we're like, you know, you have all these women, but we're not vying for anything, but like knowledge and, and whatever. But, you know, it's all these personalities and you see where the friends form. But like, I feel like genuinely we all really just love and support each other. And I think it starts with you guys um, giving that and pouring that into it and setting the tone and setting the bar super high. So um, thank you for bringing this to life. And I know there's a lot more to come, right? So for anyone listening, maybe as we passed our first one, but I know there's a second one in the works. What does the future hold for Blueprint? How can people get involved? And I know there's applications. So what does that look like? Yeah. 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 So we're open right now for um, applications. So you go to theblueprintmastermind.com and you apply. The reason why we have an application process is for exactly what you just said, Megan. Like The room is so strategically curated because your investment matters, your energy matters, where you put your time matters. Again, all of these entrepreneurs are successful women that are really busy and have families and have lives and have kids and other uh, employees and like all the things. And so really making sure that the person that we are, are hand selecting makes sense in this yeah. room for the other members, but also, so we make sure that we know how to help you accomplish your goals, mm -hmm. you know, like that either we've done it before or we have someone in our network that has done it yeah. before. So you apply, you'll get your email, you'll then get either accepted or Hey, maybe not right mm -hmm. now. Um, and once you are accepted, you get, um, enrolled in. And so April 1st to September 30th is when we're doing our next mm -hmm. cohort. The cohorts are six months mm -hmm. long. You get monthly group calls and then monthly, um, guest calls. And then we have like some surprise and delight things that we have, uh, throughout each month. We have a private community page. So you're constantly, you know, asking your questions in there. We're going in there, um, answering, but really that's where the masterminding happens with all the other members. And then we always have a two day event that kicks off the six month mastermind. And the two days is happening in Nashville, Woo! Tennessee this Gonna year, be awesome. April 18th. Yeah. yeah. April 18th and 19th. I'm so, so excited. And during those two days, we do, you know, speakers and panels and breakout sessions and dinners and happy hours and all the things. It's, it's a jam packed two days, but it is so, so amazing because it kicks off the six months. We pick our goal. Um, you know, and the last one, obviously we went our, for you, you know, this, we went around and every single person said, Hey, by March 31st, which is when the, the mastermind end, I will accomplish this. And we have that on video and it's so beautiful to watch yeah. back. And it's crazy to see how many women in only a month have already accomplished like more than halfway to That's their awesome. goal. It's crazy. I know. Well, and it's good accountability. And then I think just the access yes. in the community, 
community and all that you do throughout from, you know, when we were in Napa to uh, almost on the daily, you know, there's something that's coming up or live, you know, coaching calls, or like you said, speakers. So a lot of access, business building, business planning, uh, you know, if anyone's sitting with, I think any fear or doubt, especially going into a new year, um, the best investment you can make is, is in yourself. I, I will say like all the instant gratification things that we are so quick to spend money on because it gives us happiness. No, um, yeah. you know, why, why don't we take some time, maybe save a little of that money, whatever we need to do to then say like, wow, how can I invest in myself? That's going to get me closer to my goal, feeling more aligned, being able to finally make that pivot with purpose, get out of a job. I hate, you know, start my own business, start a course, whatever it is. So the blueprint is an incredible platform and offering and mastermind. So for everyone listening, obviously everything is going to be linked in the show notes. And with Marina, I mean, I know you have other opportunities for people to work with you, but will you be taking on new clients or can people still kind of engage with empower confidence and, um, you know, your other courses, what are, what's your goal for also the rest of this year, 2024 in terms of working one-on-one with people. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not taking on any more clients okay. right now. Yeah. Um, and then we'll figure out how, what life yeah. looks like in January for the rest of 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Good. Well, where can people find you and engage with you? I mean, I know you're super active on Insta, but you're kind of all over and very generous with your your time. So where's the best way to find all things Marina? Yeah. Yeah. Marina A. Middleton. I live on Instagram and that's really where I'll share like when I'm taking on more clients, what city I'm in, because I'll do a lot of pop-up VIP days there. If I'm traveling, I'll do like, oh, I'm doing a VIP day and I take one 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 on one while I'm there. Um, I share all things the blueprint there. I share all things my friends and family and travel. So definitely just uh, check me out on Instagram. And before I let you go, what does it mean for you to pivot with purpose? Like what does that truly mean? Mm. Mm. For me, it is making a pivot that uh, allows me to be happier um, and to get closer to that goal. And a lot of the times we think our goal is like financial. And to me, it's just what is that life I'm building for myself and my husband and my yeah. child? And that to me is how I pivot with yeah, purpose. And doesn't it usually come? I mean, when all things are aligned, and I say this in my recruiting world, it can't just be taking a job or situation just because of the money, right? Um, As we've seen, some of the highest paid people, some of the biggest companies that people have stars in their eyes sometimes aren't always the best options or (laughs) you're not feeling your best every day, even making that big paycheck. So um, for the rest of this year, I know by the time this launches, you know, we'll have almost like 30 days. So everyone get out there, set your attentions, set those goals for the new year. If you're interested, Go apply for the Blueprint Mastermind. It is the best investment you will make. It would, it'll would it be such an incredible way to kick off 2024. And then you have something until September. So like, there you go. <laughs> but exactly, thank you, exactly. Marina. Thank you so much for all that you do for me. I will tell you guys, Marina has changed my life. She's helped me get so much clarity, helping me with my personal brand. You know, I have some big juicy goals coming up through this mastermind. So we're going to do all the things. And I'm so grateful to have you by my side. So thank you, my friend. You're so amazing. I love Love you. you. I'm so, so grateful for you. And thank you for having me. And thank you for always trusting me. It, It really means a lot. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Pivot with Purpose. If you like what you heard in this episode, please tag and share us at Pivot with Purpose underscore podcast on Instagram and spread the love within your networks. For more ways to work with me one-on-one and get all access to my content, join my community by signing up at www.meganhool.com.